of Colossians and, and uh, he writes to warn them of being in doctrinal error. It's a book of Christology, the study of Christ, his humanity, his deity, uh, how to walk, uh, how to talk, how to conduct our sales, but also it's a book of thanksgiving. And I want to preach for a little bit this morning with the help of the Lord on abounding in thanksgiving or being overwhelmed with thanksgiving. And uh, I know a lot of things overwhelm us, as the psalmist said. You can be overwhelmed with financial burdens. You can be overwhelmed with family burdens and, and uh, all kind of things. Uh, church burdens sometimes can overwhelm you. But I do believe in this scripture, Paul makes a mention of it here. He said, uh, abounding therein with thanksgiving. I certainly do believe that it's possible for a child of God to be overwhelmed or abound in thanksgiving, to be just so full of thanksgiving uh, that you don't know what to do with yourself. You ever been there before? And uh, sometimes we have a pity party, that's no doubt, and sometimes we get to feeling sorry for ourselves. Uh, but when we really begin to think about what the Lord has done for us, uh, uh, we'll, have to, uh, we'll have to consider uh, our salvation, we'll have to consider all the blessings of God and all the benefits the Lord has bestowed upon us. And uh, he tells us not only to be established in the faith, as you've been taught, that's, that's important. And it's important that we walk right. And, and Paul talks about that here in this chapter. And, and important that we talk right and, and how we conduct ourselves. And we ought to be concerned with those things. But, but Paul says, don't leave this off. Don't forget to be abounding in thanksgiving. Abounding therein with thanksgiving. And, uh, of course, I believe that uh, it is uh, is reiterated several times throughout the Scripture here. In uh, Colossians 1, 3, the Bible says, We give thanks to God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, praying always for you. Verse number 12 says, Giving thanks unto the Father, which hath made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light. Then in uh, chapter 2, verse number 7, we, we quoted that to you. Then uh, chapter 3 and verse number 15, he makes a statement, Let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to which also you are called in one, one body, uh, and be ye thankful. And uh, then in verse number 17 of chapter 3, Whatsoever you do, in word or do, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, uh, giving thanks to God and the Father by Him. And then we're told again in chapter 4 and verse number 2, Continue in prayer and watch in the same with thanksgiving. So uh, we find an important uh, a theme here throughout the book of Colossians, uh, and that is to be thankful. I believe it's necessary that we are thankful. And I, I thought about several things that, that he's mentioning here and that he talks about in the book of Colossians uh, that uh, we ought to abound therein with uh, thanksgiving. I want to tell you, not just at, uh, uh, in November, Thanksgiving Day, we're to be thankful, but I believe all times we're to be thankful. The Bible says, In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. I, I thought about all the things that we're to be thankful for. And uh, I, I was going to preach, uh, and I had also another message on my heart uh, on uh, the battles that they faced uh, in the book of Joshua, how the children of Israel came out, but they didn't do it. Uh, and they didn't get to Canaan land without some battles and some trials. Uh, 
and uh, everything that God lets come through our way, and it's to make us better. Uh, and uh, God wants to make us more like Him and to mold us and to uh, uh, form us into His image. And even in those times where we find ourselves uh, in trials and tribulations uh, and heartaches, the Bible says in everything, give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. I believe that we are to have a heart of thanksgiving uh, for what the Lord has done for us uh, and all the many blessings that God bestowed upon us. But I'm going to look at a few things here uh, this morning with the help of the Lord and I'll get out of the way. I want to say we are to bound uh, therein with thanksgiving, number one, because uh, of the truth that we have been told. The Bible says in verse number three of chapter one, we give thanks. I've read this also before, but I'm going to read it again. We give thanks to God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, praying always for you, since we heard of your faith in Christ Jesus and the love which ye have to all the saints, for the hope which is laid up for you in heaven, whereof you heard before in the word of the truth of the gospel. I thought about this. We ought to be thankful and abounding in thanksgiving because of the truth that I have been told or the truth that we have been told. Boy, aren't you glad for the truth this morning? Now, there's many walking in deception. They're walking in a lie. Now, but thank God for the truth that we have been told. And, amen. And there's a lot that meet together. And uh, they'll meet together this coming Sunday. And uh, they'll, they'll assemble themselves uh, in a quote-unquote place of worship, but they'll never hear the truth of God's Word. I was talking to a fellow yesterday, and we were sitting, eating lunch together, and he made a statement, and he he loves God, been in church a long time, the same church for a long time, they've got a new pastor. He said that pastor's been there for seven months, and has never preached the gospel, never preached a salvation message. And I thought, my... Oh, I'm glad about every time I come to church growing up, I heard the truth of the Word of God. I heard the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. I heard how Jesus died on the cross and shed His blood and was crucified and then was buried and rose again. And thank God that the truth has been declared to me. And I want to say you ought to be thankful tonight that you know or this morning that you know the truth. The truth has been told to us. Thank God. Amen. I know you're a small assembly here, Brother Nick, but I appreciate you preaching the truth. I'd rather be here with just a handful and have the truth than be in a crowded building and nobody preaching the truth. I'm thankful tonight we're abound with thanksgiving this morning because of the truth we have been told. Secondly, I want to say I'm thankful today we're abound with thanksgiving because of the tribe of the same mold. Verse number 4 says, Since you heard of your faith, we heard of your faith in Christ Jesus, Colossians 1, 4, and of the love which you have uh, to all saints. Verse number 12 says, Giving thanks unto the Father, which hath made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light. I'm thankful for the truth I've been told, but I'm thankful I'm part of a tribe of the same mode. I get, real, I get a real bad purr under my saddle 
when I hear people start criticizing the church and they talk about how much more friends they've got out in the world, how the world loves them more, how the world accepts them more, how they can go with the beer drinking crowd and the fornicating crowd and the honky talk crowd and they say, well, I find more love out there. Of course you do. That's who you are. But I want to say this, when we get saved by the grace of God, I'm going to tell you, God changes our desire of who we hang around with and who we associate with. Hey, man, aren't you glad to be in the house of God this morning? How are some people who believe the same way, who feel the same way, who have the same desires and the same intents and the same love and the same attractions, thank God. Hey, man, I'm thankful for the people of God. Hey, man. The Bible says we know we passed from the death into life because how we love the brethren. I'm going to tell you one thing God did for me when he saved me by the grace of God. Not only did he give me a home in heaven, but he put a love down deep in my heart for the people of God. Listen, I love God's people, and this is my crowd, thank God. Hey, man, I don't, I don't, I don't belong with the blasphemers and the fornicators and the drunkards, thank God, and the false religion crowd. I'm going to tell you, I love the truth, and I love the people of truth. I love God's people because we're a tribe of the same mold. I'm going to tell you, God does that for us when we get saved by the grace of God. He puts a love for our, our fellow brethren down deep in our hearts, thank God. That's right. Amen. That's right. Amen. And I can go somewhere. I just met Brother Boyd this week. Another kindred spirit there. Thank God. Amen. And everywhere I go, it don't matter where I go, I can see them walking up and down the street. And I'll, I'll say, and a lot of times it's by the way their, uh, the appearance is, their dress, and I'll say, I wonder what church they go to. And every time I get a chance, I'll go and say, hey, uh, where do you go to church at? And then we'll start a conversation off uh, and I find out they believe the same way I do and they've got the same desires I do and they've got the same heart that I do, uh, a heart for the Word of God, a heart for the things of God, a heart, listen, thank God for the people of God that's got the same heart uh, and uh, we share the same kindred spirit. Uh, yeah. amen. amen. So I thank God for, because of the truth I've been told. I thank God because I'm a part of the tribe of the same mold. Same Lord, same love, same light, thank God. Let me say this, I'm thankful today. I'm overwhelmed with thanksgiving because of the treasure I hold. Verse number 24 of chapter 1, the Bible says, Who now rejoice in my suffering for you, and fill up that which is behind the afflictions of Christ in my flesh for his body's sake, which is the church, Wherefore I am made a minister according to the dispensation of God which is given to me for you to fulfill the word of God. Even the mystery which has been hid from ages and from generations but now is made manifest to his saints uh, to whom God will make known what is the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Paul said we hold this treasure, we have this treasure 
in earthen vessels. So what is the treasure that we hold? Thank God today. It is the Spirit of God living inside of us. Hey man, I never knew what that was until I got born again, thank God. And I realized, hey, God did really come inside of me. Uh, the Holy Ghost did take up residence in my heart. And He did uh, actually come and He dwells in me. Thank God. Amen. His Spirit bears witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. That's right. And by the way, that was a promise made that Jesus made in John 14 and John 16 when he told them, he said, it's expedient for you that I go away. For if I go not away, the comforter will not come unto you. Now understand this. This is a mystery in the Old Testament dispensation. It's what he's talking about here. They didn't know anything about God dwelling in man. God moved upon man. God uh, influenced men. He, uh, he empowered them like he did Samson. But God never dwelled inside of a man until the church came along and God set up the church and God established the church. It was a mystery hid. But now ever since the day of Pentecost when the Holy Ghost came and He dwelled inside of them. And I want to say this, every one of us that's saved by the good grace of God have got the Spirit of God living on the inside of us. Oh, yes, friend. Ain't that a blessing? The treasure we hold in these earthen vessels, thank God that God would live on the inside of us. And He does. Hey, man, say, how you know, preacher? I'm going to tell you, if you don't know God's on the inside, something's wrong. Hey, man, God takes up residence in us. Listen, and I ain't, I ain't filled with the Holy Ghost all the time. Hey, and I, I need to be. But we're leaky vessels, but I want to tell you this, there's never been one time that I ain't been indwelt by the Holy Ghost. I ain't always filled with the Holy Ghost, but I've always been indwelt by the Holy Ghost. Thank God. And I want to say, listen, we need the Holy Ghost empowerment in these days. And every one of us is saved by the grace of God, have got the Holy Ghost inside of us. Amen. And I thank God. Amen. How when I feel a tug from another world, thank Bless His good name. I know God is living on the inside. Amen. How you know He rose from the grave? Because He lives. Where's the live preacher? He lives on the inside. Hey, that a blessing. Thank God that God would take up a residence in you. Amen. The treasure that I hold because of the truth that's been told. I remember when we Thanksgiving. Because of the tribe of the same mold. Because of the treasure I hold. I also want to say because my transgression is old. <laughs> Amen. The Bible says in Colossians chapter 2 and verse number 13, And you being dead in your sins and uncircumcision of your flesh, hath he quickened together with him, having forgiven you all, all trespasses. Amen. Blotting out the handwriting of ordinances that was against us, which was contrary to us, and took it out of the way, nailing it to his cross. Not, that ain't the only thing you done. And I'm not going to preach on this whole other message of having spoiled principalities and powers. He made a show of them openly, triumphing over them in it. In ancient days when a king would go to another country 
He would overcome that king. What he would do is uh, he would uh, take a part of that train of that king. He would attach it to his own, so it's his own garment. And he was walk through the streets, uh, bringing that defeated king and the defeated armies. Uh, he would parade them through the streets, uh, making an open show of them. And I want to say this: Thank God He did that for us. Uh, amen. The principalities and powers. Uh, that was against us. He made a show of them openly. Thank God, aren't you glad for the day? Amen. Jesus took the, the, the devil to the parade. Amen. I just broke my glasses. How about that? Glory to God. But he took him and made an open show of them and said, I've defeated a sin of the grave and death and the devil. Thank God. But let us say this. I'm glad my sins are gone. Bless the Lord. Yes, sir. He tells us in Hebrews 10, he said, Their sins and iniquities will I remember no more. Uh, and that doesn't mean, somebody said, God's got a divine forgetter. Let me just tell you about forgetting. That's a human error. And we can forget something, then we can remember it again. And I don't say, God, he says, Their sins and iniquities will I remember no more. Thank God. Somebody said, and there's been an argument over the years, where's our sins at? Are in the sea? Are they far from the east or the west? I don't know where they are, but they are gone, thank God. I'm glad my transgression is old. It's in the past. It no longer exists. Thank God it's not on my account. Bless the Lord. And he took it upon himself. Oh, what a great exchange. He who knew no sin was made sin for us that we might be made the righteousness of God in Him. I told you last night that when we think about Ruth in the book of Ruth, we always think of her as a beautiful, attractive woman, and we think of her long flowing hair and nice garments, but she, did come, she just did come from Moab. And she probably was dirty, her hair was matted, she probably hadn't had a bath. But I want to say when we look at Ruth, we always recognize her from uh, the, the view of Boaz and not of Moab. Oh, bless the Lord. I'm glad when God sees us, he doesn't see what we used to be. Bless his good name. But he sees what we are now. He sees us not from where we came from, but from where the eyes of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. So our transgression is old. Aren't you glad of that? I'm overwhelmed with thanksgiving because of the truth I've been told. Because the tribe are the same old. Because the treasure I hold. Because the transgression is old. But also, I'm overwhelmed with thanksgiving because of the town of gold. Verse number one, or verse number five of chapter one. For the hope which is laid up for you in heaven. Thank God. <laughs> Woo! Where have you heard before in the word of the truth of the gospel? I will tell you, most of us got saved because we didn't want to go to hell. Somebody said, you can't get saved just because you don't want to go to hell. I'm going to tell you, I got saved because I didn't want to go to hell. That morning in 1979, when the preacher was preaching, he was preaching on a place called hell. And I said, boy, I don't want to go there. I want to go to heaven. And I got saved. But I found out it's more than just not going to hell, thank God. 
And I found out, man, God's got an abundant life for me to live. God's got joy. He's got peace. He's got contentment. Thank God. He's got satisfaction for us to enjoy. But I want to tell you this. Thank God he did it. Brother Piercy wrote that song. I'm not going to hell. Thank God for that. But I am going to heaven. Oh, bless the Lord. That ought to help us. Amen. The town of gold, chapter 3, verse number 1. He says, if ye then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. Set your affection on things above, not on things of the earth. Uh, and he says, for ye are dead and your life is hid with Christ in God. When Christ who is our life shall appear, then shall ye also, uh, also appear with him in glory. Hey man, thank God there's a town of gold we're going to. There's a heavenly home. There's a place of bliss. Bless the Lord. This world is not my home. I get more homesick every day that I live. Listen to the news and seeing all the things. Oh, but glory to God. They say, preacher, I'm disturbed. Hey, he told us not to be in John 14. He said, let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. He said, I'm going to prepare a place for you. If I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself. I might as well finish it up. Thomas said to him, Lord, we know not where thou goest. How can we know the way? Oh, my goodness. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man come to the Father but by me. Oh, bless the Lord. He said, but if I go away, I will come again and receive you unto myself that where I am, amen, there may ye be also. Aren't you glad today? Amen. Thank God. Brother Toby preached it last night. We're going to a place called heaven. Thank God for the town of gold. Oh, bless the Lord. So we've got the truth that we've been told. We're a tribe, part of the tribe of the same mold. There's the treasures I hold. Our transgression is old. There's a town of gold. I want to say lastly, there's a throne where I can be bold. <laughs> Ain't that good? Hey, man. The Bible says in chapter 4, in verse number 2, can Continue in prayer and watch in same the same with thanksgiving. Amen. We're with all praying for us that God would open to us a door of utterance, so to speak, the mystery of Christ, for which also I am in bonds. He says that you've got a place to go. The Bible says, Let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace. And he says that we've got a place where we can be bold. Amen. Thank God for that. I'm glad God wants to help us. I'm glad God just wants us to ask. I reminded that old Syrophoenician woman there. And uh, he said, it's not meat for, to give. Uh, he said, uh, the, 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 the food, uh, he says, not meat for me to, to take uh, the, the table and give to the dogs. And she said, yea, Lord, even the dogs, uh, either the crumbs that fall from the master's table. He said, I've not seen so great a faith in all Israel. And I thought about this. I used to have an old dog. We got rid of it because it's too much of a trouble. 
I'm glad God's not that way with us. But that old dog did bad, bad things in our house. And in honesty, really, I hated that dog. But that dog could do certain things to make me love that dog. And that dog would come and he, he, would, he, he was a Dotson. He was stubborn. I mean, he was stubborn. But I remember that dog. And he, would, he would come and he would sit at my feet and just look at me when I was eating something. And I'm going to tell you, my vile human nature that it is, we got this flesh we still carry around. I was mad at that dog at times. But, but just out of the kindness of my heart, I'd give that dog something to eat. I want to say, I'm, I'm going to say, you know this, we can't compare ourselves to the Lord, but also we can contrast ourselves with the Lord. Amen. Uh, just like you t- I take the old dog and give him something to eat, I'm glad the Lord. Amen. Mephibosheth, why would he look on me such a, talking about David, why would he look on me such as a dead dog as I am? But he said, I want to show him kindness. Thank God I'm glad tonight, uh, this morning, that we've got one that wants to show us kindness and wants to help us. Amen. Amen. In spite of ourselves, he tells us to be bold. And close with this, I heard of a story of a, a boy that went into a candy shop. And he, the candy shop owner, uh, got to looking at him. He said, "There, here, said, there's a jar of candy up on the counter. The boy was eyeing it. He said, uh, he said, get you a handful. The boy just kept looking at him, never would do it. He said, get you a handful of candy. And he said, never would do it. Finally, the, the man in irritation took his hand and he grabbed a handful of candy put it in the bag for him, went out the door, and his mama said, why didn't you grab that candy? And he said, because his hand is bigger than mine. <laughs> That's right. And I realize that we cannot do anything for ourselves. And we have to throw ourselves on the mercy of God. And we've got to realize his hand is bigger than our hand. He can supply the need. He can help us better than we can help ourselves or anybody else can help us. Hey, this morning I want to say we got something to be thankful for. We'll be overwhelmed with troubles and trials and, and uh, tribulations, but thank God I'm glad if you ever get overwhelmed with Thanksgiving, those things seem so small. That's right. I've had, to, I've had to convince myself in my prayer life when I'm troubled and I'm bothered about things, I have to say, man, instead of bringing to God all my troubles, and he wants us to do that, he does. I want to tell you, it helps us a whole bunch when we begin to thank him. We can list up all the things that, that have happened, the things that are bad, the bitterness and all that, but I promise you this. The Bible says he indwells the praises of his people. I want to say this, when you get to praising him, when you get to thanking him, I promise you this, how you know the preacher? Because I've seen it through the word of God. Amen. I've done it by experience. I've heard the testimony of others that when they begin to thank God, I'm going to tell you, God does a work in their heart. Nobody can explain that. That's something the world don't know anything about. We get thanking God, amen, for all his blessings. Thank God for salvation. Even before that, you've got to realize God was working providentially on your behalf. You didn't even know it, but God was working on your behalf. God was making things uh, and putting things in order. Amen. Had a church planted just for you. Had a preacher behind the pulpit just for you. Somebody come by and invited you to church just for you. Then God saved you. 
And then God lets you be a part of His his family. And then God lets you be a part of His work and His service. Then God gave you a family. Then God gave you friends. And then God gave you a Bible, thank God. God gave you a church. God gave you blessings. No one of the psalmists said, Bless the Lord, O my soul. All that's within me, bless His holy name. He said, Bless the Lord and forget not all His benefits. Thank God. Amen. Aren't you glad today that you're saved? And I'm going to tell you, when you get overwhelmed, and it's possible, and it will happen. I've been overwhelmed with burdens. I've heard, get a phone call, something going on in the church, some individual facing something, somebody doing something stupid. That's right. And then you hear, not might not just be in the church, might be somewhere else. Somebody does something crazy. Somebody does something stupid. Heard up bad news. And I'm going to tell you, don't be shocked by anything you hear these days. I'd have been there, and you have too. But just have to remind yourself, hey, look what the Lord's done. Abounding in thanksgiving.